Hey, coming up on today's podcast, we got a little uh, a little Tesla slash Elon slash Giga Factory slash something news. Yeah, baby. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, we got e- some commitments. Elon so Musk see. talks, news happens. Isn't that sort Absolutely. of the yeah? So and yeah. and and somewhat related to Elon's talking and comments, we've got, mm-hmm. and I cannot even begin to tell you how much I want to get into this utter chaos in San Francisco on the self-driving front. Yes. Robo, robo, <laughs> robo. Got it. Um, right on. And on top of that, uh, we've got a little bit of a Department of Justice uh, probing. They're into probing. As we all know, they like to probe. Uh, They're going to be probing a big, 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 big tech company. Who is, would that be, Keith? It, well, it's Google, and this is kind of one of those Russian doll stories. You know what the Russian doll is? It's like the thing inside the thing inside the thing inside the thing inside the... I think... It, yeah, <laughs> it's that's similar to like a rabbit hole or something. Right. I don't know, but right. yeah, okay, yeah. So um, we got that, and uh, it seems like our friends over at NASA um, would like to uh, get involved in the automotive industry. We got that coming up. We'll tell you a little bit about that, and much, much more right after this. <laughs> Welcome into the madness. Oh, excuse me. Welcome into the podcast, the counter show, the madness that goes on. The greatest show on earth here. I'd like to introduce my co-host and good friend, Keith. Keith, how's it going, my friend? It'd be nice if you could pull me into town. (laughs) What's up, man? Hey, everybody. Sound sound drop. I need to get you. We need to get you a jersey. And on the back, it's going to be called. Your name is going to be sound drop. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. It'll be a baseball jersey. Uh, maybe a St. Louis uh, Cardinals jersey or something like that. I'm maybe very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from, man? That's from Anchorman. Oh, yes. That's right. Ooh, hope we don't get busted on that, man. Uh, can we or can it's we? A, it's a podcast. I mean, yeah, uh, sure, we can't. Pat, I mean, welcome, Jay, welcome. It's, it's not like I'm just blatantly ripping off music or anything. <laughs> I like that, man. Like, speaking of uh, comedies and people like that, we lost uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, um, the Aflac duck. The Aflac duck and many, many other voice characters over the years. Uh, great comedian. Um, apparently, he was battling a long, uh, long uh, illness. Over the years, it's so crazy, man. We we got uh, Louis, uh, big the big guy. What was his name? Louis Louis uh, Anderson, right? Louis Isn't Anderson passed. Yeah. We lost Louis, um, and then of course uh, Bob Saget recently. We so we're losing a lot of comedians, man. It's crazy. People we we kind of all grew up with over the years. So, but um, yeah. So uh, sorry to hear of his passing. Um, uh, condolences to his family and and friends out there. And um, 
the rest of the world lost a really, really funny guy. Funny guy. I liked him. Yeah. Interesting. Definitely a uh, character voice that nobody else can can even come close to, man. He's one of those guys. And not just for the duck, right? And I mean, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait tried, man, but he's yeah. just, yeah, he's yeah. a little bit too over the top for me. I think I think uh, Gilbert had it figured out when it came to that voice, man. So anyway, so, um, yeah. how you doing, so, man? How you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, I've been busy. I'm pulling my hair out. Um, you know, I've been, I've started this new diet and, um, my my mouth is actually kind of on fire right now because I've been trying these like low calorie, more plant based styled uh, uh, options. Ah! Um, yeah, on on salads, and um, I bought a, a, a jalapeno um, vinaigrette. Holy cow, man! It has a, it has lime in it too. Jalapeno lime vinaigrette, really good. But super, super spicy. In fact, uh, if I ever go back to eating uh, wings, I may marinate my wings in that stuff, man. So, but just trying to get healthy. You know, I'm, I'm getting old, Keith. What you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am. I, I uh, How about you? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm living that same, you know, me and Glenn Fry living life in the fast lane. Um, Which, by the way, yeah. so, sorry, dude. I know you're living life Bacon. in the fast lane over there. Like, yeah, he's yeah. he's yeah. Ah, come on, man. I mean, he was 24 when they kind of pushed him into that spot, and he yeah. stuck with he's it. Probably. For, could you? Would you be able to stick with anything like that? Like going on the road for four years, and that, I, you know, at 24, I do it in the honor of my my father and but for the band. For at some for one point, tour. that's going to wear thin, right? Of course, it does, especially if you're young. And you want to get out and write your own stuff uh, and tour with your own band and yeah. do your own thing and, I mean, and you know forge your own your own but, um, spot in, in life. Very few people I know, you know, want to be. Oh, you're you know your dad's kid, right? Like you you want right. to be your own person. So I this is I, true. I get it. Um, yeah, this is. And, and speaking of dads, I'd like to give my my dad a special shout out. He had a birthday like yesterday. Um, so happy birthday, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Keith says, Keith says, there you go. There's your birthday. Well, it's the closest thing I had to the little, you know, whistle. Right, you know, right, right, right. Thing yeah, that everybody absolutely. hates. I, I talked to him. He's, he's good. He, he was having some visitors and, and uh, they, they did a little little touring of, of the area for, uh, for old time's sake with uh, some family. Uh, happens to be my first cousin. Um, was was over wishing wishing my dad a happy birthday as well. So happy birthday, Dad! Thanks thanks for uh, taking my call yesterday with your busy schedule. <laughs> I know you had to work me in, so there you go. Um, other than my diet, and my dad uh, Keith, I'm dealing with um, the same old, um, you know, just life challenges that everybody else has. You know, putting my shoes on in the morning and um, hoping for great bowel movements. So, I'm I'm trying to cut out a lot of the you know we we all tend to spend so much time on the stuff that. When you look back on it, and you go, "Ah, that didn't matter. It just didn't matter that much." And uh, that's, I just, I want to, I want to do less of the didn't matters. Um, Mm. I, I, I just, you know, just becoming increasingly aware of, you know, that clock and the, you know, time left, and none of us know. And I don't know. It's just this is getting kind of morbid. But, but here, let me turn it around. So, uh, (laughs) so (laughs) I, uh, I mean, we're gonna go from, you know, hoping to have a good good bowel movement and you know time left you must you know you must have those (laughs) um 
before I do this, by the way, everybody, welcome into the uh, podcast. If you're if this is your first time listening, <laughs> we don't just talk about good BMs. Um, in <laughs> fact, we usually don't. Um, and we're I, I say this might be your first time because Jay and I have seen the numbers and there's been a huge growth lately. So thank you Holy all. Cow, thank you all. Um, so we like to get into this is, you know, the counter show. We talk about stuff you would typically talk about at the automotive counter, um, but really just kind of hanging out, talking at the counter anything's fair game um pretty much so yeah so we in- invite you to come along with us on the journey and uh we hope you enjoy it and you are welcome to leave us a, a comment over on our website at partscounterguru.com there's a tab that says ask us a question and uh jay and i read those so uh we, we love it tell we us what you think them. so uh, i've been i've been trying this new thing and yeah. um this is this is interesting. It's this is a little bit of a life experiment for experiment for me is that I come into like I would like to be able to come into these podcasts every week and, and tell you something that I did for the better, something good, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you you think about it and you go, ah, well, that's not that big of a deal. Like you you know, just hold the door for you know somebody going into the grocery store or you know whatever but then the more that you dig into it jay the more critical i become of myself uh for example you know like i i took a bunch of kids out uh we've been having rain for the past couple weeks and i took the baseball team out and we we rented a uh indoor training facility they they loved it it was a blast uh Mm -hmm. we got to kind of do cages and kind of pro stuff right at stuff that you would normally not have access to unless you were a professional athlete sure and, and you could go, well, that was a nice thing, right? Which it, it sort of was. But, you know, let's be honest. Like, my kid's on the team. I kind of did it because I want these guys to do well. So there's a little bit of a selfish, uh, you know, underlying there. And the more you kind of pick it apart, the harder it is that I realize to just do something good mm-hmm. without any personal, selfish, compelling reasons behind it you know helping that little old lady across the street those opportunities are hard to find um they are um people with that kind of i i think it's awareness you know what i mean you have to have first have awareness of of situations and and put yourself in their shoes or put that person to a perspective of you know is that what if that was my mom you know, right. Wouldn't, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I want someone to, to give her a hand or whatever? I yeah, mean, yeah. you you really have to go out of your way. You know, most of the people that I talk to throughout the week, it's either work related or it's like something that I'm buying, you know, or I'm paying somebody to do something. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, you got to You kind of got to be nice. Like, that's not that's not really a genuine effort. No, no, it, it, it's not. Um, I, I, and, and again, not to not to go off on a. A dark side, but I'll give you just a real brief example. Um, I have a, a cousin, my first cousin, um, also who was the best man in my wedding. Unfortunately, last year uh, suddenly his his oldest son passed away. Uh, was uh, twenty one years old. Um, really great young man had a lot of challenges over his, his short life up till then, but overcame just about all of them. You know what I mean? Just persevered through it, had the right, you know, had just had a great home um, environment, uh, was, you know, taught to, to, to be a good guy, went to church, um, was very involved in his church. 
Uh, but unfortunately, um, again, we, we lost him. And But my cousin, his dad was telling me that, and I watched the, uh, the service also, but his dad was telling me that he learned things about his own son that he did not know. And that was that how much of a doer he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did a lot for others. And he did it with a genuineness and kindness that still to this day is resonating with the people he touched. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes a difference, man. That's the way to do it, right? Like, not that you would ever plan that, but that stuff comes out at, you know, mm. when you're gone, right? It does. At, at a funeral, in passing with strangers. Mm-hmm. And that to me means you're doing it for the right reasons. I mean, think about it, Jay. Like, how much effort does it take to reach out to somebody and go, "Hey, you don't know me, but your son uh, and I did this thing together, and I just want to tell you a story." Like, that's maybe if ten people had that experience, maybe one of them would follow mm-hmm. through with like making that conversation happen with dad and and you know for a lot of reasons how do you you know how do you get in touch with them how do you you know it takes time Mm -hmm. out of your schedule so just think about all the times that we don't know about i i really feel like that's the way man if you're gonna it is you're doing it for the right reasons then exactly and that that, you're you're exactly right um i agree 100 with you if you're not doing it from from the right place um then you might need to check yourself. I mean, why why would you be doing it? I mean, I think that we all kind of overlook how kind we can be because we get caught up in our busy days and busy lives and you feel like you don't have time to take. But if you look at it, you know, how, how really how much how long does it take you to uh, open a door for someone who who's struggling to walk up the stairs to get into the door, you know? Uh, or eat, just even ask them if they need a real quick hand. You know, can I, can I give you a hand with that or can I carry that bag for you? It's easy. Yeah, you know? the whole concept of being the change that you want to see in the world. I feel like we are all, myself included, kind of in this in this trapped mindset of us versus them or me versus mm. everybody else. And yeah. <laughs> get in your car and drive and just watch, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. you'll witness yeah. it. And I, I just, yeah, you're, you're the only way you're going to affect change is to be that change so yeah absolutely and just kind of a a note to everyone out there who are raising children or may be raising children at some point in their lives um, there's a lot of truth to the to the statement that people make that it starts at home and it really does it absolutely does so that's why Uh, uh, what's his name and i just almost never talk you know he's he's got tiktok and i've got you know everything else (laughs) Yeah, 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 man. So, uh, wow, didn't know we were going to go there, but that's a great message. For, it can only for our go listeners. up from here, Jay. Oh, absolutely, it can. <laughs> and um, so, thanks for going there. But um, yeah, so what else do we have going on in our lives, Keith, that we might want to share with with people before we get into the um, into the part I, of our show that we just like for people to kind of chew on? And, and I, that's it, man. I'm not sharing one, not one more single thing. I, I mean, what do you got? Do you have? Do you have? Oh, I got stuff, man, but I don't want to air okay. it out today. Yeah, yeah. Tune in next a, time, everyone. Maybe for, that's a uh, private conversation yeah. <laughs> you and I have. Uh, put it to you this way. In short, someone's trying to put a satellite dish up in our community, and we don't allow them. But it's right here in the papers. It's it's here. It's an amendment. See that right there? It's, you got the same paper. Anyway. <sighs> Deep breath, Jay. Do good. Go help them remove that. 
Uh, that's what I should do. Just help them remove the satellite dish instead of being pointing it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out of this one. Okay. All right. So uh, on with the uh, on with the news that we may have for you people. Oh man, you, you totally you caught me off guard there. Hey, where you at? As my well, as I my have buddy, so many like boards going on now that yeah. I literally have to switch in between them because I can't store all my sound drops on one page. As as my good friend Scotty D would say. Hey, where you at? Where you at? All right, so let's uh, let's proceed. Uh, we have um, quite a bit to get to, actually, as we said uh, early on in our in right. our uh, initial intro to this beautiful, wonderful, long program that you're about to sit and listen so, through. So, Elon, as we get into Elon here, we you know yes. we the, our last podcast is out now, and uh, man. Before we even talk about the stuff about him that we planned on talking about, uh, I'm just going to say, you know, it's not our fault. We reported based on the words out of his mouth that he was going to join the board at Twitter. And now he backed out the morning of his uh, uh, um, whatever they his appointment to the board, whatever the official process is there. Did you did you know this? I did not know like this. Man. His he had his personal like press secretary, press PR person or whatever reach out to Twitter, and they go, "Ah, we changed our mind." So he's out. Backed out the morning of. Wow. His his you know becoming an official Twitter board. It was going to go on later that day, and he stepped out. Well, I was kind of looking forward to it because I saw a tweet where. Somebody had him where he was smoking the doobie on the on the yeah. Rogan. Was it yeah. Joe Rogan? Yeah, show? it was Joe. Yeah, and um, it's just that caption, that meme. It says, "Oh man, this Twitter board meeting is going to be lit." You know, it's <laughs> kind of funny, man. And there he was. Yeah, yeah kind of funny. Anyway, let's get into some Elon news. And um, boy, is there some stuff going on at the Giga Gigafactory there in Austin? Um, apparently. Uh, he wanted to kind of make a big splash with uh, what's going on. Wow, shocking. Yeah, right. So as you guys know, uh, Elon uh, has made many, many um, uh, statements that they're going to be coming out with specific vehicles, and they yeah. just haven't happened. This they is this is happened. exactly where I was kind of framing this too yeah 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 and it's 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 uh so back in 2017 tesla unveiled the tesla semi-truck he's a uh, showman next, jay he makes yeah, bold claims absolutely he does um over uh over promises under produces at this point um we were supposed to uh, come to market really with uh in 2019 and 2020 on the tesla semi-truck and the uh, next generation roadster and they still haven't come to the production. Um, and then, of course, they they unveiled the uh, Cybertruck in um, 2019. Uh, but and but said we it, did it get we did get the the Cyberquad. Oh no, we got the ride-on toy version of the Cyberquad. That's Correct, right. okay. which is not even wasn't even his, was it? I mean, now look, no, but but look, I mean, um, they've done. We love innovation here on this program. Oh, love it, love it, love uh, it. Tesla definitely has been an innovator. Elon Musk has definitely been an innovator. No arguing that they've done some cool things, okay? No no argument from us that they've pushed the envelope on automobile, just everything about them from the performance side of it to the production side of it to the manufacturing side. I mean, in a lot of ways, right? 
Right. And, and I wonder, Jay, if you can have one without the other. Is it possible to push the envelope this far without having that personality of someone that's just going to go out and make radical claims? Because you know his engineering staff has to be like, oh, my God, he said he, he promised what? Right. Yeah. How long Abs do we have to get this out the door? Right. Exactly. Uh, there is a Netflix documentary out right now on Elon and the whole SpaceX program and how he, I mean, this guy, I mean, he almost lost everything for SpaceX, um, which he was successful, you know, later on. But um, he is a guy that is one who likes to take chances and makes bold statements. And I mean, he's, he's, there is that gambler kind of personality in there, right? I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say this, man. I mean, Put a pair of boots and a cowboy hat on him and let him go, man. Would I mean, you? He, would you? Now, if you were in a Bond movie, okay, yeah, and that yeah. guy walks up to the poker table, yeah, are you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna get in on that game? <laughs> I, I. Well, I don't know, man, because it's a fifty-fifty shot with him. You just never know what you're gonna get. I mean, you just don't. I mean, he's he's. I would be scared maybe to walk. In his, I'd have he to walks walk. up to the. Yeah. You know, poker table and his cowboy yeah, yeah. hat and his, you know, yeah. bolo tie, whatever thing. <laughs> right. And yeah. he's got like the, you know, I, he's got the big Texas belt buckle now because they're, they just, well, relocated Texas, to Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. Got the big T. I want one of those, by the way, you know, the Tesla belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with right? Tesla. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah. can you have one without the other? Can you have, I don't think you can, the innovation that that company has done in that short of amount of time? without that kind of a personality driving it. He is a maverick in the industry, man. He is a maverick in any way, shape, and form you 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 try to look at this. Um, he just doesn't back down. And, you know, he, t he doesn't seem to have a problem with being wrong or well, being I mean, you tell or, people yeah. it's unbreakable glass, and then you break it right you in front of it, them, and, you, and he just kind of smirks back, and smiles. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. You know, we'll get that fixed. You know, and he's right. I... I, I kind of, like I said, I like that mentality, whereas he's not afraid to take a chance with innovation. Yeah. How stupid it may sound and how unrealistic that it, that it, that it, that it is in some cases. He's come through on, on a lot of the, a lot of the promises that he's so, made. So I think he's backed into a corner here. You know, you've got Rivian with their truck out. You've got Ford Gosh, with their truck about to come out. Why are we always on the same out. page? Why are we always on the same page? I, it's just the way it works, man. You've got the Hummer EV, which is right around the corner. Um, and you have the guy that started this whole thing still doesn't have his product out. Uh, so, you know, whether or not the claims come true, like you just laid out, he'll brush it off if they don't. But he kind of had to go out and make these grandiose statements, right? Right. Well, the, the thing is, if I'm Elon at this point, especially with the Cybertruck. Now, he's saying the Cybertruck made a bold statement that due to a lot of things and i think that his uptick in building factories especially the gigafactory in mm -hmm. texas mm -hmm. was uh it, it occupied a lot of his time and his and his resources um to get this thing started but then you had covid and then you had shortages and all these things um in the meantime though Okay, so he, let me just say this. He made a bold announcement just recently that the Cybertruck will be coming out in 2023. Okay, what else? Let's just let's just put them all out there. Okay. All of the announcements. Right. So it was the Cybertruck. 
Yep. The Tesla Roadster, which I'm super thrilled about. Like, I can't I cannot wait, wait to, to see, see that, that yep. as well. And yep. the Semi, which is another one of those that's been in. It's been in development for so long that we're kind of to the point now where the semi truck thing we feel like is going to change over to like a hydrogen game or something like that. Like it could. an EV semi truck is almost yesterday's news at this point. Pretty much, especially and, when you have companies like Hyundai um, out there in California. Um, and yes, and there was one other thing. We'll get to that here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Just make sure mm-hmm. you you know stay plugged into us here. Yep. Keep watching and listening, everybody. But those yep. three enough uh, alone mm-hmm. are a huge, um, like, that's a lot for a company like Tesla to get out to market in 20, 2023, right? That was his promise. Yeah, 2023 and 2024, 2023 for the Cybertruck. And I think he's pushing out the... Um, I'm not same for the roaster is what he says. And just to, to put this into perspective, you guys, that semi was revealed in 2017. Right. Yeah. We are what? Five years removed. Almost six. So, yep. Almost six. Um, and this is his exact words, by the way, production of Cybertruck is coming next year. Okay. Production of Cybertruck next year. That's 2023. Um, we will be in production with the Roadster and the Semi. That's all coming. This year is all about scaling up. And next year, there's going to be a massive wave of new products. And we're going to get into, you know, towards the end of this, we'll we'll get into something else that, that he's, he's working on. Again, um, it's the showman thing, right? Like, it's not it enough is. for me to just come out here and make this humongous claim. I'm going to put right. a little stinger at the end. Right, exactly. It's like a Sousa march. And then at the end, you get the little pop, right? But, you know, how do you measure, how does Elon Musk measure success? I'm sure he's not measuring it on the semi or the Cybertruck alone. You look at all the other things that he has come to market with and has been successful with. Um, Again, the SpaceX program, uh, Tesla as a whole, the global uh, impact that that vehicle, that company has made, not only to the automotive industry and in, in the way we drive and the way we think and, and how, how it forms our daily lives, but um, also, you know, just the, the pushing of that innovation, it, it's that peer pressure of everybody around you. He was ahead of the game then, mm-hmm. right? But now he's back behind. He's had several of the people that were following him. He is now following, speaking of Ford and GM, because he didn't come to market with the first production electric truck. Rivian did. Now you got the Ford F-150, soon to go to production. You've got the Silverado EV, soon to go to production. you got the Hummer EV already in production. Um, now he's kind of st- – I'm wondering if he's stepping back going, okay, I'm kind of glad I waited. Because, you know, now I can now I, I see how the market reacted to that. Um, and let's kind of tweak this thing. But I don't think he's going to tweak it that much, man, because he is still different. If you look at the design of that thing. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of the time spent between when he announced it and now mm-hmm. is that his engineers have had to figure out how to make that design work with the National Highway Transportation Safety Regulations. Yeah. It's a big like, deal. It has no side view mirrors on it. That's never mm. going to fly, right? Like you, nope. uh, how do they get this thing as close to the prototype that they showed us 
mm-hmm. as possible. Because a lot of that stuff is a detraction visually. You know, you start slapping a bunch of stuff on it, changing the look of it. He's going to get negative feedback over that. He will. Um, and I wonder what envelopes he'll push to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he will. Uh, he's He's been doing it with, with the S and X and all, all these right. vehicles. He's been pushing the envelope with, with the autonomous driving, the autopilot, and those sorts of things. Um, so it will be interesting to see what the final production unit looks like in comparison to what his vision initially was. Um, but I will say this, that there's a lot of peer pressure that has gone on around him. He's acting on, he, I think he is feeling the pressure to some degree to get this thing out. I really, really do. Oh yeah. No question. I mean, um, and I'm going to go. Well, and then a, there's this whole like shareholder thing. Cause they're, they're a public company now, right? Like right, you have right. to be able to show progress to your investors right. and mm-hmm. you can't just show them a bunch of, well, here's the sort of engineering design work the r&d if you just come to the table with r&d every quarter at your shareholders meetings at some point they're going to go that doesn't earn us any money you're not selling any product right it's great that you guys are figuring all this out but we need results absolutely um and the fact that you know that they're they're a they're an ev company tesla is um they're also working uh with batteries Mm -hmm. as well the battery technologies so that in itself, those technologies are going to, I think, in future, uh, give him a positive return on, on some of his efforts over the past, say, decade. Right. It's going to come. And we're going to get into some other things a little later on Absolutely. The show. More on that soon in, in this very podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get all the related videos to this one. Um, just mm. make sure you turn the button that says subscribe from red to gray. Absolutely. Thank you for putting that out there, man. Yeah. Our, our people, our people uh, like that. So, but before th- we, yes, before we sneak, move on, sneak something in here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he he threw a little, you know, Steve Jobs classic. One more thing, right? In the end of this, <laughs> yes, he did. And what what was it? Um, during the event, uh, he said that um, Tesla is going to make a new futuristic looking electric vehicle as a dedicated robo taxi. Okay, uh, he didn't give a timeline for it. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, goes on to say, um, uh, aside from the vehicles, uh, Tesla could start production of the humanoid robot uh, next year. It's called Optimus, right? Is that what it is? Or is, uh, uh, yes, Optimus. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, ironically, because you know Transformers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tesla also brought just just to kind of end this on that Cybertruck that where they had the meeting. It, it was mm-hmm. actually the same truck that it, <laughs> that he had. He at broke the, first the glass. One. Yeah. Yeah. Again, speaking to does he really care what you think? I mean, he's right. just going to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here I come with my. What would have been awesome is if they'd have brought it back out with the same busted glass. But you know. Right. But but back to the robo taxi yeah. and and the the AI. Um, the, the the humanoid uh, robot for next year. How, why why is he now getting into the robo taxi well, business? I, okay, like this is going to come as a shock to you, but I have some thoughts on this. Okay, are no you way. are you sitting down? I'm, I'm sitting down. So, you and I have per- personally witnessed the huge demand there is in um, 
they're called ride sharing, or at least that's yeah. what they were initially called. The Ubers and Lyfts of the world, right? Right, right. Um, the, the demand for that service is off the charts. I yes. mean, and, and now, and these commercials are ridiculous, although I do chuckle because I do think some people uh, honestly are this challenged that, you know, have you seen the Uber Eats thing <laughs> where the people are like drinking like laundry detergent? And, oh, you know, and they're eating, you know, yeah. flowers, you yeah. know, biting, biting off cactuses. Because everybody's and, doing yeah. delivery stuff. You know, I don't right. know about you guys, but around here they've commented and, and the community that I live in is one of the fastest growing communities in the country. I mean, there's just hundreds of people moving in every day. Droves. And yet the whole town shuts down at 8 p.m. now. Like everything's just closed. And it yeah. never used to be that way before COVID. So people are having everything delivered. That was my point. Um, he sees an opportunity here. Right. He's already sort of doing this. In We witnessed this. And you can check our video out on this at the, uh, the Las Vegas Loop where his boring company drilled out a tunnel. And then he was using Tesla's. Uh, that they did have a, a, a human pilot in them, but they did use a certain level of automation to do the transport. Right. So they've been toying around with this for a while, and he's licking his chops to get in a, a cut of, of Uber's business, right, or Lyft's business. Right. I think the downside to this is he's going to have more regulatory stuff to deal with than he can take on. You and I have witnessed in Vegas, Jay, self-driving vehicles, you remember how many people they had operating those self-driving vehicles? Remember when um, we took an Uber back in like what was it, eighteen, and we got a self-driving? Yeah. yeah. How Th many? There was a there was a couple. There's two guys in, in front, right? Yeah, a couple in the car, in the vehicle, in the cab at all times. More people to operate a self-driving vehicle than you would have in a regular Uber, right? right? It's which is crazy because it, of the the laws and the regulations around public safety. There's a lot of liability when it comes to that technology right now. And obviously, we're not there where we need to be and from a safety standpoint. And, and, and why. I, I would make the argument that it's a big risk for him to step into that arena if he still hasn't figured out full self-driving on his Tesla automobiles. Like, that still is right. not... Full autonomous mode is not, as far as I know, anywhere in the United States, not legal. Not legal. Nope, it isn't. Even though they're... Well... You can ask the guy, the guy. Well, no, you can't ask him because they're no longer with us. The guys that tried it. Um, oh, in Texas, yeah, in Texas. <laughs> speaking of Texas, they just do it big, man. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. You're right. There's such a long way to go with that um, for a number of reasons, and we can get into some of those um, shortly. We're just not there yet, and we've got we're, some we're proof not. of why we're not there yet coming up here in a second. Right. Right. A absolutely. So thank you for diving into the pool of robo taxis, Elon. Thanks very much. We need them. Um, so are you ready to bring us in on this one, bud? This is this is good. Um, I from the moment that I found out about this, Jay. Yeah, I could not wait for this moment. OK, <laughs> I mean, okay. Now let's let's set this up. Okay, I've watched. By the oh, way, oh, I've watched it so many times; it's not even funny. Okay, let's set this up. Yes. Let's tell everybody what we're getting into here. Okay. And then and then we might do a little little reaction here of what we we might share this with everybody. So okay, so <laughs> oh God. so in the city of San Francisco, right? In the the same District. San Francisco where. Right. The technology corridor, Silicon Valley's 
10, 15, 20 miles away, um, depending on the part of San Francisco you're in, um, you know, the Bay Area, right? Right. Technology, probably the technology capital of the world. Right. Okay. Self-driving has been a pilot thing in that area for years and years. Apple, Google, I mean, Waymo, on and on, right? Like everybody and their brother has tried it out there because that city is friendly to technology, right? Yes, absolutely. And yet we have a situation where this was GM, right? It was, what do you have the details on who? It was, was yeah, it was a Chevy Volt, uh, Chevy Bolt, excuse me. Um, driverless, driverless Chevy Bolt, but it was one of Cruz's. Now, Cruz is a um, autonomous um, driving uh, a taxi yeah. service that has partnered with GM. Okay, uh, and um, this is kind of that. You know, we we've talked about this in other podcasts where um, you have technology giants meets all automotive giants to make it kind of work together yeah this is what you have you have the development of crews here so and so so this uh are, are we gonna roll this yeah thing so, so we could, let, yeah. just a couple more details before we yeah. do and you guys please make sure you're subscribed um yeah. this is a situation where you know san francisco lots of great one of my favorite things about san francisco is lots of places to eat lots of out like lots of walking lots of you know just community moving around lot lots of crime lots. also yeah but uh, we have a situation where a police uh, SFPD right. pulls over, attempts to pull over <laughs> one of these driverless automobiles, right? And and just utter exactly what you think is going to happen probably right. happens. Yes, because we all know Jay in the city of San Francisco, they've never seen a self-driving automobile pilot program ever, right? Never. never. Like, do these guys working for the SFPD? literally go back to their is their police headquarters under a rock <laughs> I, I mean i mean it, the the vehicle is is labeled as such if if my memory serves uh me well. yeah you mean in big well here let's uh yeah. let's let's just, just see just, what we can just, um just roll it yeah let, it might take me a minute here to warm up my uh <laughs> to, to, to get the tubes warmed up man right so it was it this the video was filmed guys like Keith said in San Francisco's Richmond district, and it was shared um, uh, over the over the uh, social medias, and just it's absolutely hilarious. All right, here, here, here we go. Here we go. You yeah. ready? Yeah, this is this is great. So we've got. Um, oh, did I bork it? I may have borked it. Yeah, um, I, I borked it. Maybe. Here. Okay. Let's, so drop back. Yeah. Let's make it smaller. Yeah. That's fine because I can right, see it. You can no see problem. it. All right. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like out to dinner or something, right? And he sees this. He sees this whole kind of thing going down. And now it's not going to play. Well, that's fantastic. I well, literally broke. Hey, Jay, I broke Twitter. I did broke you Twitter. Broke tw- did you break the internet? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. Oh, there it goes. It, it was. It was. It buffered. I'm gonna. Gotcha. So, so I'm gonna folks, try one more is, time. This is what happens all the time. <laughs> Uh, we're not immune to this. No, nobody is immune to it, but we'll get this rolling. But so what you have, the scene is laid out where uh, the the guy Seth, uh, the guy is Seth Weintraub. It's yeah, he's a blue check mark on. He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's out there and he's filming this thing. And uh, 
Because why wouldn't you when you see some some police attempt to pull over? Right. Uh, right. Right. So so th- this is in the evening. Everybody's eating. So there's a lot of people, a lot of pedestrians, a lot, a lot of foot traffic that are watching this go down. And so this police cruiser comes up behind and it, it's the car itself is it's a Chevy Bolt and it, it's a, got this huge red stripe around it, like diver down type stripe. And um, it shows the cruise um, logo right on the side of it. You automatically know. And it's got all of the autonomous, the necessary autonomous equipment on top of the car. This is, yeah, this cameras is not something, and right, the whole, this is, right, right. Yeah. This would be like, uh, you know, Google, uh, Google Earth uh, drivers going around. And when you see those things, they've got all this, this equipment on top of the vehicle. But they pull up behind this car that is at a traffic light. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to get it to work. Yeah. Well, the officer gets out of the vehicle. Yep. Goes up to the passenger window and looks in. And, yeah, j- and tries to pull times, on the handle. Several right. times. And that right there, like, you, dude, you're trying to you're trying to access a car that's not your property. Like, I've got a huge <laughs> issue with that. Right. No doubt about it, man. Um it, I, I, I'm I'm cracking up when I'm watching it, and then so the guy the guy you know goes back to the cruiser um, like he's gonna call in something to the to the uh, precinct, right? And the freaking car just drives when the <laughs> light turns green, it just drives away like he was on the you know he he's on the lamb, man. Now you know, doesn't doesn't I mean initially you're thinking oh it's gonna go but it never leaves sight like it doesn't go what maybe like a uh, hundred yards away hundred fifty yards away something like no, that right it yeah so you know at you know in 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 the video it goes across the traffic light and the flashers immediately come on and it pulls off to the side and the cruiser you know comes up behind it again and right, then both right. both of the officers get out of the vehicle and. Um, they're uh, they're just walking around, just scratching their heads. They're getting on their cell phones, trying to figure out what do we do here. I mean, there's nobody to ticket. Right. There's nobody. I mean, what we, we can't take him in. We can't. You know, he's not under the influence. Right. Um. But what we did, and this went on. This was like a almost a four minute well, video. At some point, th- there's a total now of three police officers, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. And right. um, it gets it gets. I mean. I just don't know how else to like. Okay, I I got it. I got it. I I. How many times, Jay, have you seen this where, um, you have you have a situation at a customer service counter? Okay, right. mm-hmm. and there's a challenging situation where the person doesn't know how to do the return or they can't get the thing to ring up right, right. or right. Uh, it's you know where I'm going with this. Yes, yes. And then what do they do? What do they do? Oh, there's just. They call I mean, the guy working next to them to come over here and help me. <laughs> right. Okay. So now you've you got hand, yeah. two or three lines going on, mm-hmm. but you've got all three counter clerks helping right. the same. Instead of instead of hey guy who knows how to handle this, trade me places. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna monopolize everybody else's time. It's gonna take three right. people to change a light bulb now. Right. I mean right. that's where this basically goes. Now here's where this that's frustrating to me, guys. Um, and Jay, you 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 seem to have some inside information that I don't on the actual infraction. So I'm not yeah. arguing whether or not there was an actual incident. 
Mm-hmm. This is not the first time a pilot program has happened in the city of San Francisco. Right. This is not... Um, it is a well-versed thing for the police force. The representative for um, was it was it General Motors or was it the actual uh, company? It was Cruise. Cruise. Cruise said, yeah. "Hey, we've got a dedicated line for the officers to call anytime there's an issue." By the way, the car responded exactly as it was designed and, and engineered to do. It pulled that officer out of the street and onto safety by pulling ahead to a safer place, and then it went and pulled over again. Right. Right. And yet we have a situation where we've got three cops confused as can be over what to do about a car with nobody in it in the city of San Francisco, which, by the way, Jay, has a massively high crime rate. Now, was there actually something that happened here? Like, what was it? Lights or what? What what do we? Okay, so. So the the infraction was he wasn't speeding, he wasn't failing to stop at a at a light or anything of that. There was you know nothing from a driving standpoint, a safety issue as far as that goes. What it was is the uh, vehicle's uh, lights were not on, no headlights were were visible. What they were they just weren't on. Okay. Um, so that was the infraction, and that's a ticketable offense. I mean, if you're driving in, at nighttime. Um, Typically, uh, you know, that vehicle is going to be, you know, you're going to have a body in there. But was it a person that just actually forgot to um, turn them on? Or is this person, you know, impaired to be driving and they forgot to turn them on as well? But not in this case. This was a autonomous vehicle with the headlights not on. And that was the point I was raising to you earlier when we were talking about this thing is, you know, you'd think with with the technology that goes into these vehicles that they would have a system in place that regardless of what time of day it is, I think they should be running their headlights anyway. You would think. And a lot of the modern vehicles do that anyway. Do that. Yeah. Yes, they do. They'll come on at dusk. And so I would say there's probably some sort of uh, setting that was overridden um, by accident or a system malfunction uh that that happened uh, but I'd like to kind of get to the bottom of that and there's not not been any talk on the reasons for uh the headlights not being on at this point but that was what the infraction was and um and again that proves our case guys about even even though we have a, a lot of advanced technology in this area um the fact that you've got a driverless car with no headlights goes to show you even the simple things can fail in these situations. So, and yeah, and that's and, what and and to my point though that we're just wasting ridiculous amounts of, you know, public Police. safety resources. Yeah. Uh crimegrade.org gave San Francisco a C- in terms of crime uh safety grade. Uh, Basically, they're saying that grade means that the rate of crime is slightly higher than the average U.S. metro area. Uh, So C being average, I guess. Um, The rate of crime in San Francisco, you have this is awesome. I mean, it's not, but it it makes my point. You have a chance of being a victim of a crime in San Francisco metro area. It's a one in 19 chance. Uh, If you go to the southwest part, which is more towards uh, Silicon Valley, it's a one in 46 chance of being part of a, a victim of a crime. Not right. not good odds, everybody. Yet we have three cops pulling over a driverless vehicle. Right. I, right. I just man, I I 
Ah, I just... The age of Andy Griffith, where common sense prevailed in law enforcement, unfortunately, is gone. And right. I'm, you guys, this is not a dig on the police force. Those guys are put into situations where they are forced to have to write traffic citations to uh, generate revenue for uh, their community. Which, right. by the way, Jay, I have solved. Yes. I have solved this problem of abusing the police and using them as a... Um, as a revenue gem- generating arm of the government. Would you like to hear how, how I, I would I'd solve this? I'd love to hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. You um, heard it here first, guys. Because I feel like this is part of the problem is we've perverted the police force and they're unable to do, <laughs> they're unable to keep crime at a minimum because they're doing stupid crap like this, right? They're chasing right. around driverless automobiles. So here's what you do. Okay, the argument that you always hear when you get a ticket is, well, we got to teach you a lesson, and th- I'm paraphrasing here, but we're gonna have to teach you a lesson. And the only way you're gonna you're gonna remember this is if there's a financial penalty involved, right? That's always the argument, right? Right. Like if we right. just warn you, you'll do it again, okay? If we yeah. don't make it severe enough, it, the, the the behavior won't change, okay? Right. So if that's where you're gonna stand your ground, let's do this thing where all of the revenue generated from citations goes mm-hmm. to a charity it cannot go back into the city government wow wow and i will bet you any amount of money that the amount of ticket writing drops because there's no incentive anymore there's no money right. in it for them right right it's a good point man where, Sin- where are you are you going to run for office This is my political promise, everybody. If I'm elected to your community, that will be my first order of business. Right. Or you could just take my idea out there and adopt it on your own. But I I think it. I think it would. I think it would get some legs. Good luck getting it passed because all these, like the city of San Francisco, is no different. They're all broke. Right. Right. Oh, man, I tell you what, I do not think that this is the last of this series of, of topics like this that we're going to run into. As long as they're testing autonomous vehicles yep. in San Francisco and uh, their police departments involved, uh, we have a plethora of, uh, of uh, information to bring you. So there you go. Wow, man. Okay, so, you know, all that talk about robo-taxis, you know, Elon being involved in it, and now we have, you know, we just talked about the cruise uh, issue with the cops in San Fran. They can't, none of them operate without maps. Correct? Yeah, you know, I, I, do you have this thought? I frequently have this thought. Um, like, you know, we travel so much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love to travel. And I do too. Yeah. I think the thing, I like to drive. I like to see the world with an automobile as my kind of method of transportation right yeah and in that very city in san francisco i remember decades ago probably two decades ago i had Mm -hmm. microsoft had one of the first um versions of mapping software that would integrate with a gps so you had real-time kind of tracking of where you were in turn-by-turn directions right and i had a laptop that i would throw in the passenger seat of the rental car Mm-hmm. And a little Bluetooth GPS module that I would throw on the dash, and I would let the uh, I forget the name of the Microsoft Maps product, but I was, was it literally Ma- wasn't MapQuest was no it, it was it was a it was it was around that time, but it was okay. it was like Microsoft Bing. Maps or something, right? And okay. I was yeah, literally I driving around that. with yes. that software yes. running in the car. Yeah, and back at that time, you know, you'd get like forty five minutes out of a laptop battery, so I had to like come up with clever ways to keep it because you can send traffic for 45 minutes in the bay area easily absolutely you can 
anywhere in and California. And now, now look, look where we've come. But but my point is this. Um, I, at that point, you know, I would be with people and be like, dude, stop doing that. Just pull out the paper map. And I'd be like, no, 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 this is great. It's going to show me like, you know, and, you know, I was I was an early adopter at the expense of everyone else having to put up with it. <laughs> Could we even go back to maps now if we had to? Could people find oh, their could. way? Well, you I and could. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I well, if well, honestly, I man, you bring up a valid point. It's a generational thing at this point. Mm-hmm. Because in fact, I will tell you how much of a generational thing that is. My father-in-law for Christmas as a Christmas gift, ga- gift gave to my wife and I a brand new um US Road Atlas. Mm. Brand new. 2022 yeah. Road Atlas. Okay, so is you it, think about uh, that. Is it bound in leather and smells of <laughs> right, but no, and 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 forgive me. Did you me. have it? Did you have it leather bound? I'm very important. <laughs> no. uh, I have many leather bound books. <laughs> I love it, man. No, it's good that you brought that up and maybe we will leather bind that. But um, you have to put it in the library I, with the ladder that's on the wheels that you move around on the bookshelf, right? Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, are you trying to get a serious point across here? No, no. But I mean, I, after we got home, we got you know gather all our gifts, put it in the car, and come come back home. And yeah. And I looked at my wife, and I'm looking at this atlas, and I'm and I'm thumbing through it, going, "Wow, who who who, give, who gives atlases anymore, man? I mean." But and it wasn't <laughs> right, and it wasn't in a derogatory. Yeah, I didn't clever. mean it in a derogatory. It was like, wow, this is cool. Well you played, know? Dennis. Well played. Yeah, I mean, only my father-in-law would yeah. would, would think of something like this. Right. But you know, Aaron and I, they uh, they pay it, uh, they pay attention to us um, when we're having dinner with them about you know things that we need and conversations like you know we were I I I think I remember bringing this up to them at dinner was. We were out on a trip far enough away from satellite connectivity or anywhere. Our, even our our GPS wasn't working properly. Yeah, right. There are your phone GPS yes. will not work properly. Now there are certain ones out Mountains there. Mountains like, do that. I have one. Rothmeyer yeah, yes. has one. Um, yeah. What do they call them? Scott uh, has uh, one that works on his watch that uses yes. Russian satellites. So it has a a. So everybody, uh, part of the problem with. A global positioning system, which is what GPS stands right. for, right, is that you don't have the full strength version. Uh, the military Correct. has the full strength version. In fact, right. many of those satellites were originally put up in orbit for the military to use for their global positioning. Right. Um, and the the you you're locked onto more than one satellite. In fact, you want to be if you're only locked onto one satellite at a time, it's very difficult to get your actual position. It's for lack of a better term, it triangulates. Although that implies three. Usually, there's way more. There's usually about a dozen that you're that you're connected to at one time, and that helps you in the reverse way, but in the same way, Jay, that finding the stars right. and finding multiple constellations in the old days would help navigators know where they were. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, by the way, that's an inReach is what you're talking the about. Garmin inReach, the I Garmin inReach. That's what I have. The Garmin inReach. And what's nice about those... We can put a is, link to it if you want to go to the mention yeah, on the podcast Garmin page. Garmin inReach. Which, yeah. by the way, we were at the Garmin uh, booth at SEMA, which yeah. was 
uh, doing fan. stuff for C- race car drivers. No, it wasn't no, it was CRI. PRI. It was, it was PRI, yeah. which was great. We had a great time with those they're guys. They're doing but. stuff for racing now. Garmin's in everything, man. They're and they're doing yeah. a good job. I mean, I you know wearing a Garmin right here. But well, what, what's beautiful about the inReach? Um, you know, Rothmeyer, we, you know, we all went camping. You and I, we were we were out in the middle of nowhere with no cell coverage, nothing. Um, but with the, the inReach, the feature, one of the nice features is that you can physically email or text. Yeah. So you're and, limited. You have a limited right. number of those that you can send out per month. Right. So this and is what I like, Jay. It's You still yep. get to keep your peace and quiet. Yep. Because I think I messaged your wife uh, yep. among a couple other people. And basically right. it was, hey, haven't been eaten by bears yet. We're all fine. Um, but, <laughs> right. you know, I... I, I I have a limited number of these, so just wanted to yeah. let you know we're okay. And then you, you go right back to just being left alone, right? Right, exactly. Which was great, by the way. It's one of the some of the best two three days I've had. Yeah, of quiet, I miss it, man. But, we'll know, do it again. We definitely will do it again. But um, you know, you back to my my road atlas. You know, you have to whip those things out in those locations and look for you can. They will have county roads and and logging roads. You mm-hmm. know, they will be on there. They will be mapped. So. That's why it's important to keep a paper map in, in your right. glove box if you can. And if you're look, we're AAA members as well. And um, if we go on a trip, even though I've got my trusty iPhone and I can yeah. log it in from point A to point B and it'll give me the route, that's great. But we just we will email um, AAA and have them send us the uh, the coordinate. Uh, they will coordinate all the trips out through a series of maps. Yeah. And they will physically map that out for you. It's yeah. awesome. It's so a great thing. I love I, paper maps. We, as a kid, you know this, we were, I was in an RV. I, I was, I grew, practically grew up in an RV, everybody. I mean, my uncle was no Randy Quaid, but uh, Randy, it was Randy, right? From It was Randy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. He was love way classier than Randy Quaid, but, but yeah. I did live the lifestyle. Now, um, we used to get what they would call trip ticks. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what AAA called yeah, it. Absolutely. And it was yep. literally like a, a folio, like you would flip yes. page by page and be like, well, we're in Can- Kansas always had like 15 pages. Right. It's right. <laughs> like straight across Kansas, right? Yep. And they would have the highlighter and they would highlight like construction areas. And yeah. And we'd li- look out the window and they'd be like, well, this is mile marker like 241. And I'd go, hang on, I can find that. You know, I was all of like 12 years. I yep. was side shots age, you know, and I would yeah. go, I got it right here. We're on, on this page. And then here are the next yeah. towns coming up. Yeah, that that's still a that's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. It's really cool. I think that they should continue to do it. And, and you know, what we do with those triptychs, and we have done all yeah. of our years together, we save them to go with a lot of the memorabilia or, yeah. or you know, we Throw the file that away in there, yeah. for the triptych. Oh, and man, I wish I would have. I Sadly, I think they all just got we, discarded. We have, anytime it's a major trip that neither one of us have gone yeah. on before or been to before, we do that. And within those maps, whoever's looking at the map, whoever's navigating, um, we will make special notations on that, okay? Went past mile marker, whatever. Right here is a big viewpoint. Yep. To make mention of to anybody if they're if they're going out yeah. that way, make sure you stop at mile marker one eighty eight. Wall on, drug, everybody go right. buy your you know exactly yeah, right. wall yeah. drug, yeah, yeah man, yeah. Or uh, what is the other one in Tennessee? Uh, uh, sea oh Rock City, yeah, you got Sea Rock yeah. City. Yeah. I mean, the number yeah. of times we've done you know wall drug recently, it's like yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, cause so anyway, back that, from, we're, between we're you and maps. I, it's like the mandatory route of yes. Yeah. So, so Google Maps now. Google Maps. Google Maps is 
probably the most used map service, at, at least in the United States, in terms of uh, a digitally connected navigation system. Right. Um, Waze is very popular, but you have to remember Google owns Waze. I yes. use Waze because it does a better job with traffic. Traffic, yes. Um, now, Apple, my son loves Apple. So the I Apple like maps. maps thing, which was TomTom, Apple has a partnership with TomTom Tom, and they're utilizing TomTom Tom heavily for that map data yep. and resources. That's right. Um, the, here's the thing. Okay. This is what we're about to get into. And I, I would love to hear what you have to say first before I. Oh, me weigh in. But the, the DOJ, I believe it's the DOJ, the U S government. Is it, is it the DOJ department, department of justice? Of justice. Yeah, yes. it is the DOJ yeah. is crawling up Google's backside mm -hmm. over this whole Google Maps integration in automobile. So for That's those right. of you that don't know right now, the major manufacturers like Ford, GM, Toyota, Honda, who am I forgetting? Hyundai, Hyundai. Kia. Yeah. Kia You're going to get yeah. a couple options typically in a new automobile, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Okay. That's right. Mm -hmm. And Google, this is the issue with the DOJ. It's an antitrust situation, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. And Google says, if you're going to integrate Android Auto, you've got, mm -hmm. if you choose to integrate, if you want to put Android, General Motors, if you mm -hmm. want to put Android Auto in your head unit, in your infotainment system, you must use not just Google Maps, but you've got to use, what's the packet? Google Assistant, Google Search, Google Calendar, uh, it, basically the whole suite of the things that integrate of, yeah. with that map. Correct. Which makes sense because, you know, like if I throw something on my calendar mm -hmm. and then I get into my car, it, the one of the first thing that pops up when I fire up Android Auto is, hey, are you going to this? I see it's 2 o'clock and you have an appointment at 2.30 on your right. calendar. Is this the, right. the, the, the address on the calendar says it's here? Is this where you would like to go? And I'm clicked yes right. and I'm off, right. right? So I get it. And the government says you can't do that or it's potentially could be an antitrust situation because you are forcing people to use more. You, you're forcing them to use your components right. without their choice. So for those of you that don't know what antitrust is, it's, it's basically it's anti-competitive practices. You know, it's very similar to what we had early on when, when, when the Internet came out for types of browsers, right? So interestingly enough, Google came into existence. So, so history lesson for you youngsters, okay? <laughs> yeah. For those yep. of you that weren't around when Google became, when became Larry and Serge started yeah. Google, right? Yep. Back when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Basically, Google became Google because of an antitrust lawsuit exactly by the right. DOJ against Microsoft because Microsoft right. was releasing versions of Windows that did not give you a choice of a web browser. They Correct. forced you to use back then, I think it was Internet Explorer. Mm -hmm. And the government said, ah, oh, not so fast. You have to give people a choice. Correct. And back then, yep. Netscape was an option and, you know, some right. other stuff. Yeah. But here's the thing that, that, you know, and I get this why they're, but but who who other, I think that when you're dealing with a, a, a tech company like these guys where Maps, Google Maps is like one of the most used uh, mapping mm -hmm. um, piece of software out there for us. Um, in order for their systems to work properly, it yeah. makes sense for them to develop these things around this to work very well and seamless. Because now, now you're talking about, okay, well, you can't do that 
um, then you run the risk of certain apps that you may have with another platform may not work properly with it. You're going right. to have these glitching that goes on. Well, and not to mention, and this is an argument that Apple always makes in cases like this, mm-hmm. uh, they lose control over the quality of the experience. If That's you exactly allow right. other people to come into play with their software and your Apple, you don't have the ability to limp. It gets buggy and glitchy. I was listening to Sideshot on the way home from baseball practice last night, and he was like, ah, oh, this app is garbage. It keeps skipping right. and glitching and it was on his iphone but it wasn't designed by apple right so i don't know if this is going to surprise you or not i you mm-hmm. know my take on this is that the doj this is too myopic yeah that they are being too specific in the case of if they're going to require google to allow other people for example like if they say okay google maps You've got to allow other calendar providers to be able to integrate with Google Maps under. Right. Oh, look, it's listening. Uh, <laughs> um, or it won't work, right? Or, right. you know, whatever. Like, you were going to sue you for antitrust. Right. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I feel like you have other choices. Go use Apple CarPlay. Go ex- use ex- something exactly. else on your phone. Exactly. I think that there's a little bit... M- there's much much to do about yeah nothing here well, in my opinion here's it, another it, here's another I don't think it's in, in fairness to Google I don't yeah. think that that they're looking at this the right way think don't about it this way okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh let's say you're shopping for a new automobile okay because right. we talk mm-hmm. about those from time to time on the show by the way everybody right. make sure you subscribe tell a friend <laughs> partscounterguru.com find the podcast tab uh there's a link to every one of your favorite podcast platforms. You can find it right there. Okay. Absolutely. I digress. Absolutely. Yes. Car shopping. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, what you got your eye on? Anything lately? Yeah. If you had Toyota to go buy one tomorrow. Okay. Toyota 4Runner. You're yep. shopping for a 4Runner. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, the DOJ gets involved and they go, hey, Toyota, uh, Mr. J over here, he's, he's looking at your new 4Runners. Uh, you're going to make him use... Um, your Android. fuel injection system. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's a Toyota designed fuel injection system. Doesn't he have a choice when he buys your Forerunner? You need to give him a choice. Oh, point, point. And point, Toyota point. goes, well, it. wait yeah. a second. I mean, you're going to affect the whole performance of the vehicle if you force us to change the design of our Forerunner to accommodate some third party fuel injection system. I like the way you think. Yeah. It's ridiculous, right? It is. If That's you a don't lot, like a... the fuel injection system in a forerunner, don't go buy a forerunner. Go look right. at go look at I don't know. The, exactly. The uh Telluride or the uh you know Right. Yeah, look. right, which the Telluride got revealed recently, the new one. Yeah. Uh, or anyway, I don't know, whatever you're in the market that. for, but, right? But no, that you, you bring up a very valid point. Um and I mean most vehicles now will accommodate both. Yeah, you got, to you got you a have a choice. You got Apple right. CarPlay or Android Auto. Like, right, right. Now, or here's nothing. That, that's also a choice. Don't use it. Right. He, right. Exactly. Here's something that I have noticed that that you know both Apple and Google have have done recently. Like for example, with FaceTime, you can invite people who don't have an Apple device to yeah. be as long I, as they have a cellular cellular connection with a a, a camera. Uh, for video, you can do that. And just like uh, Google has Duo, Google Duo, which you yeah. can install on your your um, your Apple device. So 
I, I, I think it's a lot of to do again for, for nothing here. I, I think that they're going down the wrong path well, with these guys. And boy, I'm about to stir the pot, everybody. So, um, which you're good at. You're good you, at. I see that steam coming out now, man. If you, uh, if you want a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a good, you know, couple rounds here, just, just stay with me for a minute. <laughs> Make sure you click that bell and, you know, hit the subscribe yeah. button. Hit before. that subscribe button. So now, Jay, I have a, a preteen. He's 12. Uh, yes, I know. And, and from time to time, I, I think I might actually play it more than he does these days, but we uh, we play Fortnite. Fortnite's big with the kids now, right? Yep. And uh, I'll joke with the baseball team sometimes. I'll go, you know, you're not paying attention to what's going on in the game. When that uh, guy from the other team gets to second, you all are talking about what level you are on Fortnite and, uh, you know, how many character mods you've got and all that instead of paying attention to what's going on in front of you. So there was a famous case that happened between the developer of Fortnite recently with Apple in the Apple App Store, and it was a big hubbub about a year ago, okay? And basically what Apple has dumped tons of legal money into is to protect the revenue stream that comes out of their App Store. So whether that's on your iPhone, like on the iOS Store, or on your mm-hmm. on your computer, like on your Mac, right? you have an App Store, right? Yes. If you use that App Store app and you go buy an app, whatever, like mm-hmm. name a paid app or like whatever, right? right? Like yeah, Muscle Apple gets booster. a cut. Yeah, right. Apple gets a cut. If it's yep. a $2 app, Apple gets a percentage of that $2, right? Right. And what, what, got, what got hairy was when in Fortnite you can buy, like, like I can give Fortnite, like they call them V-Bucks, like virtual bucks, V like virtual. Right. And it's like for twelve dollars, I get like two thousand or twenty thousand V bucks, right? And I can use those V bucks to buy like in-game stuff. Like I can buy a cooler, like shield or parachute or gun or you know, in or like I can buy a Batman costume for my character. Or I can run around right. looking like like Rick and Morty or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Apple said we want to cut of that, and Fortnite said no. Nah, uh-uh. We developed it, and Apple went, right. well, it's on our app store. And Fortnite said, I don't care. We developed it. Right. You got a cut of the original game purchase. You're not getting a cut of, and this went, it got heated. And so Apple has continued to stand their ground on, if you sell in our store, we are going to strong arm you for money, regardless mm-hmm. of how you monetize your app. Right. And that's, in my opinion, a better use of the DOJ's time. Yes, than going after Absolutely Google Maps. Absolutely it is. I That's a very, very good way to put this in perspective for people to kind of understand what should be going down and what is actually let, going down here. Let, think about this for a second, okay? Let me give you another real world, just like the forerunner kind of analogy that I j- just took you through. So right. let's say you're an automotive application developer. I don't know, like let's say all data or somebody like that, right? Right, Okay. right. Mm-hmm. And let's say that you sell your software for $100 and you can install that on your computer. And you can do it at work or whatever in the shop, right? And you've got, now you've got basically their cross referencing data for all vehicle, year, make, model information, right? Ford, GM, Toyota, you name it. And yeah. this isn't the way all, all data does it. I know that, but I'm just giving you a for example here. Let's say that all data then comes out with a an update, let's say every six months, 
okay? Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's new automotive information coming out almost daily, and there's new models, right. and there's new model years, and there's new components, and there's recalls, and there's technical service bulletins, and blah, 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 right? Right. And so for a regular fee, whether that's like, you know, let's just say 50 bucks a year or, you know, 20 bucks a, a quarter or whatever it is, we'll send you those updates. Well, if they sold you that original app on the Apple App Store, mm-hmm. now Apple's going, well, we want to cut the update information too. Which, what are you going to do if you're all data, Jay? You're just going to have to jack the price up of those subscriptions to cover Apple's cut. Pretty much. And then the customer loses because the, the customer loses. pays more, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and what has Apple done to earn, I feel like I'm arguing a court case here, to earn a revenue share of all data's regular updates to the app? Have they done anything? Nothing. It's that elitist thought have you, process. Have you gone have. back to the app store to rebuy that app? Right. No, it's coming yeah, from all no. data, right? Absolutely. So this is the yeah. argument. And I'm. I'm not I'm saying I'm, com- on it. you know, I'm not saying I'm completely convinced one side or the other. I'm just saying that it seems to me like if we're going to go after Google Maps, that's that's kind of dumb. You can't just go after Google Maps. You got to yeah. go. You got to look at the bigger picture. There's they're they're only one single player out yeah. of this this particular sector. It's just a dumb. On. It's just a dumb use of your and time, uh, DOJ. Absolutely, and I'm going to say this: as technology advances and more and more technology gets put into some of these vehicles. This is not the last of this type of of um, antitrust type situation, oh, no. man. Oh, it's you're going gonna, to find more and more and more. It's going to get extremely competitive. The stupidity um, level and the, the, the pettiness of these arguments is going to be... Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to know that that plays into some of the decision-making that Ford and GM have recently made when they said, okay, we're not going to develop this stuff because these guys yeah. already are, and so again, why don't we just... Who yeah. loses... The consumer, right. the, 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 the the consumer of the product, right? I mean, this is my sentiment exactly. Boy. What a dumb thing to do. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if mom and dad were here. Oh, Cleaver. Yeah, man. Gotta yeah. find a Leave it to Beaver sound drop. Absolutely, man. Why, why are there not more beavers out there, man? We need, oh, well, there are, but. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's a, that's a good, 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 good thought process there. Um. Wow, Keith, you continue to blow my mind with the uh, the in depth, um, quality of information that you give our listeners. It's oh, I, thanks, I, I, man. I have I have no other description other well, than quality, high high level uh, uh, information that, that that you give you provide our listeners. Well, Jay, if you if you like if you like the. Uh, the return on your investment there, which, by the way, is free. Uh, all you have to do to get more is hit the subscribe button. And, know. Uh, you know, if you really want to help us out, go over to the uh, website at partsgunnerguru.com and click on the Amazon yeah. banner. Next time you're going shopping on Amazon and we'll get the affiliate credit. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Talking about, yeah. Talking all right, about, I, uh, you know, only one place to go. You know? I got I got, I got, got Bert ready for this next one. Are you ready? Um, wow. Here we go. I hate to say I told you so. Whoop, 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 whoop. Man, that's becoming a theme of ours, isn't it? This might be... It's definitely worth talking about, but I'm not yeah. declaring it, you know, mission accomplished or anything like that. Right? Oh, not at all. They got a... Yeah, this is, this, is a, this is a big announcement, a big deal. The intent here is, is great. 
I think that both parties, not just both parties, but those in the automotive industry and eventually the consumer as a whole down the road are going to really reap the benefits of this. This is happening. So let's dig. Can I, you want me to bring us into Go this? For it. So pe- yep. people, all right, guys, um, in a recent announcement, um, yeah, it looks like uh, NASA has teamed up with Nissan to revolutionize EV batteries. Oh, sure. I'd say I told you Because we have. We've been telling you. Because we have said that. How many times have I said on this show that the battery technology that we have today is not representative of what the battery technology is going to be in 10 years on our way to electrifying vehicles? To (laughs) To make these things more reliable, less volatile, more efficient, more economically produced and purchased um, less harm to the planet. That is the common goal, I think, at the end of the day with this. And Nissan and NASA have teamed up to try to try to work through some of these problems. So I like this on so many levels. I do, too. Um, number one, the biggest challenge to battery development right now, and, and we talked about this with Richard Dyson. Remember that? Where he was secretly working on an EV company, and he said the battery technology was the part that basically he sp- he spent himself out of competition. Like, he just had to stop right. because he was like, we wanted to go solid state, and we didn't have the funding to continue the R&D on that, so we just killed the program. Right. If you want to see that, it's on our YouTube channel, I think, right? We did, Yeah, we it, did a video on that. That's, it's on Dyson. You can check it out. Go to... Yep. Uh, uh, YouTube.com forward slash Parse County Gurus. Yep. And um, I, I believe the podcast out. title is In the Vacuum, if I'm not mistaken. But It uh, is that In the Vacuum. That one That's stuck with me, Jay, because it didn't suck. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, so they're working on a, a next-gen battery, a next-gen EV battery. Yeah. The, Nissan's Which, saying we don't necessarily have the bankroll to go, uh, go this alone. So they're like, well, let's let the taxpayers foot the bill and we'll partner with NASA, right? Which isn't, uh, even though Carlos Ghosn is gone from Nissan, yeah, and right. I was down on these guys six months ago because they kind of lost their way, yeah. yep. this is a brilliant move. It is a brilliant move. Um, it puts them in the spotlight again. Um, and they only had what was it? The Leaf is like the was the only successful battery. Uh, yeah, they battery. got so they got to the market early with the Leaf, and yes. then kind of what happened after that crazy. It was like what now yeah. what right? Like they yeah. kind of stalled. Yeah. So in this collaboration, Keith, um, the goal is to create a smaller and cheaper all solid state battery, which you and I have said that we felt like that that was the way through this. If they could just develop that solid state hey, battery. Huh? But would it be more stable and less volatile? Absolutely, it will be. What about charge faster? Would it charge faster? Absolutely, it'll charge faster. Would it be lighter? Absolutely, it'll be lighter. But this is a horrible idea. Why, why would we do this? This is <laughs> right. This is a terrible thing. What a dumb thing to do. I bet you right. wouldn't have now, done anything like this if mom and dad were here. <laughs> right, man. Now, for all of you Cleaver uh, uh, lovers, of if you love Leave it to Beaver, we're going to lay this on the table for you. All you guys out there that are saying, oh, damn, EVs never work. Battery costs too much. This, you know, it's, it's killing the planet. Uh, they'll never, it'll never work. Get catch on fire. Uh, takes forever. Where are you going to charge that thing? Um, okay. We have said all along 
you're right on a lot of levels that they're too heavy now, that yep. they are volatile now, that they cost too much. But go do your homework, and you will see that the cost of battery technology has dropped a lot since, say, five, ten yeah. years ago. And their goal is to get even further to bring that technology to where it is a less costly um, uh, piece of equipment for the vehicle. Um and it leaves less of a carbon footprint on this planet. Well, and not only that, and those are all very important points. In addition, you know, there's the argument of what's everything you just said, Jay? Hey, uh, this really isn't more climate friendly. It really isn't more, you know, whatever. Uh, and that may or may not be true. I'm, I'm not going to get into that argument. Uh, and also, this is just some ridiculous government mandate like thing that they're just pushing on everybody. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? You're not going to stop that train. Nope. So the train is your rolling, alternatives guys. at this point are to continue to innovate, so to develop something better than those options and steer right. the boat, right? Steer right. the ship. Right. Or sit back and complain about it and look what that's going to get you. Like... You're not going to basically be able to talk your way by arguing on Facebook or whatever about how dumb this is. That ain't going to have an impact. Nope. I don't no, even won't. think from a from a representation standpoint on on a go any government level, whether it's city, state, federal, um, that you're going to be able to vote people in to change the outcome. I just I don't see that happening. So the right. only choices you have. If you don't like the option in front of you, if you think that like the Mach-E is stupid, if you think that the Tesla Model S is stupid, fine. But this is the kind of stuff like what NASA's working on with Nissan that potentially could better some of the things that you don't care for. Right. And 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 absolutely well said. Um, there are so many positives to this union here of these these two companies working with a company. We've got a uh, a government entity yeah i mean it's, uh, yeah it's right it, but yeah. it makes sense now here here's the thing what's the trade-off for nasa on, on oh, this thing they right, have right it's not just nasa doesn't just have rockets right space exploration right yep. they have they have buggies that they put on mars and, uh, jay and there's the one moon. on mars right now that has got a little helicopter on it that needs power that i mean i could see exactly. this being right absolutely yeah. all of these things these technology developments these these um uh, little little things that make our lives or those um, missions easier and or successful is due to the technology advancements that we have made. We've said this all along with the electric vehicle, electric cars, electric passenger cars, trucks, whatever they may be, and you can fill that that list every year of what's coming to market: trucks, cars, semis, etc. This is a this is a necessary move to make this this particular part of this technology even better and and more um, uh, of a stable value to this technology. Period. Where do you start? The batteries, because that's what we're using. We're using batteries. Combustion engines. We just talked about it recently on a private uh, uh, previous podcast where hydrogen. Combustion engines have been patented. Ford, Ford, that's, Toyota, yeah. Yamaha. These yep. are these are innovative moves. Hey, it, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Keith and I have said this before. We're not anti-combustion engine. We're, we're not at all. 
we're just telling you what's going on I, in the world. And Jay, Jay, we're, Jay and I aren't making automobiles. We're no. We're, we're the, just talking about. We're it. the people that have worked in the industry that mm-hmm. try to give you some insight that you otherwise may not have or considered or know mm-hmm. or have access to to help kind of give you a fuller picture of the story, right? Ab- absolutely. All man. the while having a good time doing it, right? <laughs> right, right. Now, let me give you one piece of information okay. here. Okay. Now, hey everybody, um, Jay's going to Jay's going to give us some info here. Keep listening because I've got I've got a crazy conspiracy theory to add on to the end of this. Okay, so um, <laughs> he didn't. Jay didn't even bat an eye. He's just like I, I expected that. All right, go I, ahead. I do. I just kind of do with you, man. It's all, all good. Right. But I just, I just want to put this out there. You know, even though they've come with this announcement that that they're they're partnering up to do this, um, and you know, at the end of the day, don't hold your breath for this coming to the table. Say like in a year because it's just not going to happen oh well they're not even going to start no. the development they're going to the build part, a plant right. to start in 24 right 2024 that is correct yeah. and a product launch they're saying is probably going to be around the 2028 year mark. which is crazy fast considering that the facility's only going to be completed four years prior right but the thing is is that the rate of the growth of the ev market moore's law right feel like I say this, that on every podcast. Right. The the exponential growth that just continues <laughs> yeah. to happen in this sector, yeah. that is not out of the question. Because if you think about what GM boldly came out and said, mm-hmm. 2030, yeah. and, and all these other automakers, 2035, 2028 to be okay. now, where they want to be, I'd say think the Think about this for a second. Ford, General Motors, to some extent, even Stellantis, for mm-hmm. sure Tesla, for sure Rivian. Yep. Uh, not sure about Volkswagen, but I sort of feel like I could throw them in this category too. All in on first generation, uh, EV. Now Volkswagen's not all in on EVs, but of the EVs that they're developing, they're all first generation battery technology, right? Lithium ion cells. Okay. Right. That's what I'm calling first gen technology. Right. So Nissan has the leaf, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Nissan does not have the fleet, the range in their vehicles. They don't have other vehicles in their fleet. They don't have as many EV automobiles. You with me? Mm-hmm. Here's where this gets interesting. Companies like Nissan, and we've heard about Sony and some others, maybe Toyota skipping mm-hmm. past Gen 1 battery technology yeah. and yep. entering the game... At Gen 2, which Nissan is now poised to be a leader in with NASA. Right. And what does that do to Ford, GM, Tesla? Because everybody's going to look at it and go, why would I buy those batteries? Because that car takes an hour to charge when I can have this one charged to 95% in 15 minutes. And it's not as there's not the like chemical reaction risk. It's not as volatile. All the things that we just talked about. It's lighter. Right. It's blah, blah, right. blah. Right? Yep. Mm, boy, this now all of a sudden, this game gets really interesting. It really does. And when, when they say the battery will fully charge in 15 minutes, what's the current battery charge time right now? Well, A couple hours, hour? Well, there, there's a caveat here. So yep. with lithium-ion cells, you can't mm-hmm. slam them to 100%. Right. That rapid charging, when you get a, typically for, if you want to have for longevity purposes, if you don't want to do damage to the battery, it's recommended that you slow the charging rate at around 80 or 85%. Right, which most of your phones, guys, by the way, yes. has a smart charging feature yep. on them. 
to prevent you from damaging And they're starting your to do it in laptops and all that other Everything. stuff now, too. Yep. I'm um, looking at mine right now, even though I am plugged in. I'm yep. plugged into a power port. It's showing uh, 78% charge. We've, and we've been plugged in for a couple yep. hours. I'm the same way. I'm at 79%. That, right. so, so the point is, you can do that rapid charge on a current generation EV from like 5% to about 80%. And some of the the best that have... Some of the best offerings out there are from companies like Kia, mm-hmm. okay, where you'll right. get 20, 25 minutes and it'll give you that 80% charge. Mm-hmm. But understand that's not 100% charge. It's probably going to take you over an hour to get a full 100% charge at a rapid charger. Right. Where these 15 minutes. Yeah, full. It's amazing. Empty to full, right? Empty to full, 15 minutes. And that's so those are some of the key features with, with a solid state battery, what it allows you to do, which takes away that range anxiety or that, you know, well, i got to wait around for two hours. I'm like, you know, I can pump my gas in 15 minutes. Well, here you go. You can pump your battery in 15 minutes with this technology. This is a great, um, uh, actually, I was kind of surprised that Nissan was involved with this over some of the others that are like headfirst into the EV market right now. Um, but well, they had could, to do something. I mean, at this yeah. point, they were kind of behind, and this this well, takes them like they're skipping right past the first gen into well, the next. Well, again, right? I liken this to what we said about um, uh, Elon Musk with the Tesla Cybertruck. Right? Okay, it's not out, but in the meantime, he yeah. made all these promises for it to come out. But there's been three other uh, battery electric trucks that have come come out and are. Uh, going to production and um, Elon has stepped back and, you know, maybe this is an advantage for, for Elon that we're just, we're not even realizing yet, you know? So again, you know, maybe by Nissan stepping back, like you said, uh, and them now getting into this at this level with a new battery technology, maybe the saving grace for the industry. When you've got a partner like NASA. Now here's the thing you mentioned government. Oh yeah. What does this what what does that tell you that uh, a government entity like NASA getting behind this? What does that tell you how far behind the government is on electric vehicles? Yeah, well, that's not anything new, though, right? I mean, they stopped uh, basically launching their own rockets years ago, yeah. and they've been relying yeah. on companies like SpaceX. Are we back in though? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if with NASA going going to this level, with I mean, do you think we're back no. in? And and here's why: because they don't have the they don't have the the, the pocketbook for it. They don't have the cash flow. Oh, so they ha- they can but but they we can, can partner we can, where a company like Nissan will help offset the full expense. Exactly. But they can't do it all alone like they used to be able to because the costs of just exponent like to get that kind of technology now it's yeah. crazy expensive. Right. And I'm going here because. Will it work? Absolutely, it will. And a fine example of the combination of a private sector company getting involved with a government entity to to get the job done is not uncommon. Uh, SpaceX, hello. Okay. You going there? All right. Now, <laughs> we noticed a recent spike in activity on some of our content that we've released that have some conspiracy-type themes. Ooh. I, you know that we have some some fans out there, some some viewers and some regular watchers that are uh, listeners that are of the conspiracy theory type. Oh, hey guys, oh, yeah. talking to you. 
So I just thought I would feed that. I thought I would feed that beast for just a minute, just to have a little fun with this. Um, mm. And 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 this is done in just. I'm not even good at this. Like this is going to be half informed, and like you know, I'm just going to be talking out of one <laughs> side of my mouth and all that. But here we go. So you got Nissan partnering with one of the only agencies on the planet that has visited other planets and moons, correct? Correct. What are the odds that we have some sort of element, mineral, rock, substance brought back that somebody's looking at this going, we can make batteries out of this. And by the time they figure out that we've got a secret mine on the dark side of the moon, it'll be too late. Ooh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right, right. We may still be able to breathe the air on the planet. However, the gravity is something's happened to the gravity. Brilliant, here, right? Like one of the yeah, only yeah. agencies in existence with access, literal access to literal alien substances. Alien right. meaning off this planet. In fact, they're up there gathering those substances right now as we speak, right? I probably, right? Yeah, yeah. I know they are. That you got the probe up there that's gathering all kind of stuff. It'll be back on Earth, I think, in a year or two or whatever. And what was in those moon rocks? It. What was in exactly what was in those rocks? You got it. That's a good point, man. Um you know, who knows? I, there are there are elements and species that we still to this day even on this planet that we're finding. <laughs> I mean, um, you can always count on me to just throw some random, you know, curveball into the hole. I'm, I'm just ready to have a drink now to think about that one. Yeah. Uh, would you like me to tell you how to get to Margaritaville, Jay? <laughs> oh, can Hold we on. use Google Google Maps for that? You don't even need that. Sorry, I digress. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it looked like it tasted really good, too, man. <laughs> Wow. So there you have it. Do uh, you have anything else you want to add to that, Keith? No, I I think that does it for me on the conspiracy theories this week. Uh, you know, I, I just want to, you know, in closing, I want to say thank you to you all for helping us get where we are. It is it is a huge compliment to us. We are very grateful for your time and attention. Time is in short supply for all of us. Uh, happy to bring you some entertainment, hopefully a little knowledge along the way. You can always find us over on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Is that right, Jay? That's that would be us, man. Why yeah. am I doing this? You do this. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, make sure that they hit that subscribe button because okay. that's what we need them to do. And or turn that turn that thing. I'm from, gonna finish my uh trip to Margaritaville. Go ahead. Red to gray. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure you ring that notification bell if you're on our channel. Yes. And uh thank you for uh watching and or listening. Um, you listeners, go tell a friend. Tell them to go right to partscounterguru.com forward slash podcast links or just go to partscountergurus.com and hit the podcast link button we're on every every available um well i don't know if we're on every available we're on every available major yeah available man platform. you guys aren't on the uh the uh <laughs> the, was the, it pod bean yeah jeans jeans and uh jeans and 3d printing streaming service.com i don't know i'm just making stuff up now <laughs> it's, it's a good one man. It's yeah a good whatever one. <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah Pot, dryer uh, lint you guys aren't on dryer lint i don't know right I, yeah. yeah well we're also uh we're also on social media guys we're i'm pretty sure there's a there's a podcast app on your phone 
within the sound oh. of my everyone that's hearing the sound of my voice that we're on. So you've got something oh. on your portable device that we stream to. Absolutely, we do, man. What is that hat, by the way? Sinclair. Okay. You know. And you and you have a Terramore shirt on. It looks like here. Yeah. Terramore. Huh. Sinclair. So, um, uh, my brother-in-law, who I think listens to this program occasionally. Yeah. Uh, used to be a, uh, when he was in college, was a, um, like, it was Radio? an actual service station. It was a Sinclair service station. Oh, Sinclair service station. Like, they had that. a couple garages, and, you know, yeah. they would pump your gas for you and put air in right. your tires. And, yeah, yeah, you know, from days past, Jay. Gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah I've worked at one or two of those. So we were out at, my, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the good old, yeah. So we were in... Um, I think it was Yellowstone last summer, and there was a Sinclair station that I gassed up in, and I went in for... You know, I did what I... Now you're going to pull me into another story here in closing, but, uh, you know, my family cannot stop at a fuel station without going in, using the restroom, raiding the candy aisles, and t turning... This is the EV argument. They turn a five-minute gas fill-up into a 20-minute ordeal. Yeah. Okay? But it's, it's fun. So I go in there with them because it's fun, and they're selling Sinclair, like, hats this is like like straight out of like the 70s yeah. and i was like i love i'm it. all i'm i'm on it yeah. right yeah 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 i used to work for a for a, a place in you know back in the day when i lived in nashville that they were a full service mm -hmm. they would come out i mean um i mean and i i would i was a technician for their shop side but when the pumps were full we were we were all told that keep your eye on the pumps and get out there and check oil and clean windshields and that sort of stuff. So did you know a little closing trivia for you in many of the national parks in the United States, if they are large parks, meaning, mm -hmm. you know, like you might run out of gas if you try to drive from one end to the other without a fill up. Right. There are gas stations in those. And in many of them, for example, Yellowstone, they are still full, full service. And that is part of the contract that's required. It is full service. So you pay more for the gas, but, you know, you're in a national hey, park and the dude will come pump it for you and you don't have to get out. Right. Aren't there still certain states out there that you can't pump your gas? Uh, I'm not it, sure. Like Oregon. I think Oregon is a state where you're, you're, you have to pump your, you can't pump your own gas. Uh, that I do not know. Well, let's Google that. Hey, right. Google. Yeah. <laughs> well, while Jay's doing that, uh, again, you guys, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Mean it. Uh, really couldn't do it without you. So grateful to, to all of you guys for helping us get where we are. And uh, Jay, you're running out of time. What's the uh, what's the word? New Jersey and Oregon. There you go. Thanks, yep. Google. Yeah. Full service uh, stations are uncommon, except in the states of New Jersey and Oregon. Um, yeah. The town of Weymouth, Mass., Town I, I would expect Huntington, that there would be a yeah. couple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's due to um, just, just, you know, just some of the regulations they have in place. Yeah. You can't, you know, handling, handling yeah. stuff. So, so there you go. So anyway, yeah, I think you just said this. Thanks everybody for joining us here on parkscountyguru.com. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, make sure you uh, hit the notification bell if you're watching any of our videos. Make sure you subscribe to our, our, our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. 
our socials, period. That's facebook.com forward slash Parks County Gurus. You can go on Instagram. We're at instagram.com. Uh, we are uh, the Parks County Gurus. We're on Twitter. And our handle there is at the counter show, which is what you have been watching today. And thank you so much for watching and listening. And if you are subscribed, thank you. If you are not, please go get some more for us. And we will thank them too. That's really kind of all I have to say. All right, here it comes. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right, for Google over there and my pal Jay over there, I'm Keith, reminding you that perseverance is not a long race. It is many short races, one after the other. True, true. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, Google.